is up everybody my name is dana i'm jelena and i'm asha and we've been drinking yes. um so be prepared for that in this lovely wonderful episode of black girl roundtable welcome back um for this week we figure we hit you guys with a little bit of minisode um on the, this episode is coming out on the 4th of july honestly y'all should go to work after you celebrated juneteenth like it meant something to you um so for today's minisode we wanted to talk a little bit about um some of the things that are going on in the world we're gonna take a little bit of a a pivot from it because i'm sure you guys are all or at least i certainly am um exhausted by just the sheer amount of, of content that exists online about this right now but um if you haven't for some reason been alerted um as we kind of learned uh, that was kind of on the horizon it has been made official that the supreme court has overturned um roe versus wade and so um abortion and abortion access is now up to a lot of individual states and in several several states across the country abortion is now illegal or not federally protected um and so this leaves a lot of um people specifically you know uh bipoc femmes in a really tough predicament um and in and around the conversations about you know what do we do from here where do we go from here um i just seen a lot of exhaustion from uh the black community with white people specifically white women and so from here, um, I kind of just wanted to pose the question to you guys and, and kind of start thinking through it. Um, is it time for, you know, Black folks, specifically Black women, um, to start thinking about leaving the United States? I, I would say yes. And this this one was kind of just like the straw that broke the camel's back in a sense. Like, obviously, there are plenty of other reasons to want to leave, but I think this was definitely like okay things are about you know shit's about to hit the fan if it has technically hasn't already so I, I would say yes but if that is your you know thought i wouldn't be putting it like as public knowledge like i would just do what you gotta do to get out and go incognito because <laughs> I, like, like i say who knows what is about to unfold in the next few months gears at this point so you know i would just you know go get your quiet citizenship your visas whatever and get on out of here if you have the means or save up to get out of here if you have to uh like i say uh, i'm going to uh rephrase rochelle from um uh everybody hates chris i don't need this my man's got two passports period so, you know, I'm on the next thing smoking if, you know, shit hits the fan. But at the same time, I also believe, like, it is a reality that, that not everybody can afford to leave the states. And I don't, so I don't think it is super productive to leave a lot of Black people behind just because we, some of us, can save up or, and go to another country. Um, also, there's anti-blackness and misogyny everywhere. I need us to rem- be reminded of that. Um, America specifically is specifically towards, you know, black Americans. 
and in Canada and in Europe, different places. Now, what are some places as bad as America? No, not at all. But, you know, I, I would say that, like, I think there's something to both sides. I, you know, if you do not like America and all it, uh, trust me, I, I get it. If you're like, nah, I'm done with this place. My time has come. Completely understand, can completely condone it. Find your next country and have so much fun. Um, but is this, it is, is it a solution? I don't think it's a solution on a grand level, but I think it's something that if you want to move because you're just tired of being in America and in America's overall values, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, it was, it was something, you know, I just kind of, I, f- I feel like black people, if you're, you know, in tune with the community, it, like expatting is something that a lot of us have been talking about for a really long time, um, specifically our generation. And I totally get it. If you are just done, if you're fed up, if you're tired, um, I'm not looking at anybody crazy who decides to pack their bags. I follow quite a few black expats on YouTube, social media, and they all look like they are living great and peaceful lives. And so I think that black people deserve that. And, you know, you pick a country where you feel like you can deal with whatever their, you know, special sauce of racism is and you go. Um, But I do think that, I don't know, I just wish that we were a little bit gentler and kinder to Black folks who have hesitations about leaving, Um, specifically because, like, Black American culture is, in fact, a culture. And I don't think we talk about Black people leaving the United States in the same way that we talk about other people essentially having to seek political asylum. Like, if I were to leave the United States... I would be seeking political asylum. I want to be free of the oppression and the tyranny mm-hmm. that exists under the United States government. Um, and so like that is kind of the way I have to, to shape that. And that does mean, you know, leaving behind, you know, a culture and a culture that is rooted in space and location um, and, you know, historical sites. And that is very scary to me and I think that's probably really scary to a lot of a lot of black folks um especially for the black community like you know we're only 200 years out of like having to having been uprooted and so now here we are again essentially having to go through that again and that part of reopening that part of like the generational wound I think is really scary for a lot of us right yeah I think people like we have put down roots here um and not by any fault or any like action of our own um and so but people feel connected to this land we have connections to this land now we have spirits and people that we've loved that are no longer here with us but are you know in the spirit of the land and i'm not saying that should be something that keeps people individually but that is saying something as in you know we didn't want this to be our land. We had no plans for this to be our land. Our ancestors did not plan for this to be our land, but but it is. But I it mean, is. Um, grand, like I, my grandparents are buried here. Like I exactly. Like I most yeah. the people that I love. I will say most because I'm not exactly 100 percent sure, but like I can say with 99 percent certainty that everyone that I love who has loved me 
even before I was born, right? Who knew me before I would even knew myself mm-hmm. um, and who have passed on, they are here. So kind of to abandon all, not to abandon, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say abandon, but to leave all of that history behind um, would be very, very hard. And it's something that I don't take lightly. Um, or something that I would not, again, like you said, Dana, I would not blame anyone else for staying, particularly when, again, many people cannot leave, um, either for financial reasons or for accessibility reasons. Um, they they can't leave and just say, oh, well, this is the solution to like our problems. It's, it's not. Um, but I, again, if it is a solution to an individual's problem, I completely understand Um but I agree, like, giving people grace who are like, no, I don't really want to leave. Like, I do. Again, people are like, are you proud to be American? No, I'm proud to be African-American. Yeah. I'm proud to be black. Like, that is. I'm proud to be black. I'm proud to be, yeah. Yeah. And I like Busy. black America. Like, if yes. I could only exist in the bubble of black America, specifically, like, the little glimpse of, of what that, I don't want to call it a utopia because it has its problems. Like, I'm not going to go that far. But, like. If somebody was like, I could take your HBCU environment and like extend that into like a city where it's like all like governed and run, mm-hmm. you know, by black folks and it won't be penetrated by the nonsense of the outside world. Like right. I where do I sign the deed? Like right. take all of the money. Um and then just the community. Like also a part of expatting would be like essentially like leaving folks behind. Like know it's already no, hard for to see people when they live in different states like y'all know that with me firsthand like it's already challenging yeah. like if i move to freaking shit china or the uk like that and having to like build your entire community from scratch let alone if you choose to go to a place where you don't speak the language like that it's is hard horrifying right um and that is kind of why i empathize so much with the or sympathize rather um you know with immigrants because i do think that takes a lot to make that decision yes for your family and so i think just like we want to extend that grace to immigrants again this is where i feel like a lot of you know people who identify as liberal you know you need to check yourself you know you extend that grace to people who come here but you won't extend that grace to people who are thinking about leaving leaving yeah um, of like there is a fear there there is a scariness and they're like oh black americans americans have stockholm syndrome with the united states no i don't i'm not in love with my captor i know exactly what the fuck is going on here it's it's just a matter of do i get out or do i try to you know take over what is happening here um mm-hmm. and you know and what does me leaving say about the work that my ancestors have done already in one direction like it does me leaving put that further behind um I'm, i don't think black people need to carry that burden with them if they don't want to but if that is something that you're thinking about and that you know you kind of reflect on i certainly don't blame you for that either all right i'm gonna say definitely one of those like is the grass greener types of situations because like it's easy to say oh i'll just move to you know columbia and everything will be fine but like will it because like mm-hmm. I just said, like racism is everywhere. Like it might look, you know, fine and dandy on TikTok and YouTube, but actually living it is a completely different scenario. So like to me, like I, 
like yes i'm saying that like oh yeah i will leave i'm just gonna go but like that is a real mm-hmm. question like am i going into a situation that's going to be better or like is it just gonna be like okay i moved and i'm in a different country and the racism is there it's just in right. a different language like because some of the shit y'all be dealing with abroad exactly and sometimes it's like a lot more like in your face than in that part of it like the i do enjoy the anonymity oh my god that word anonymity anonymousness whatever (laughs) insert proper pronunciation here but like the ability to at least like live a life of like simplicity in some extent like but when i see black people move to like certain parts of Europe, certain parts of Asia where you are the only black person do that. You're a spectacle. Like, even if people are not like, oh my God, you know, kill the Negro. Like the the staring and the photos and the I don't think I could handle that. And yet like in those situations, like I've seen like a lot of like, you know, people who have like black people who have moved to like Asian countries and it's like I'm trying to get my hair done and they have no clue what to do with like what to right. do with me like it's just little things where it's like can i deal with that i have six people trying to figure out how to blow dry my hair because i wanted it i didn't want to do it or like, i'm i'm used as like a i don't know the a weird per like, like, a, like a side show to where people are stopping right. me in the street to take pictures exactly like i like there's this this guy on top forgive me that i don't know his name but he always pops up but he's a african-american guy but he's in china he speaks mm-hmm. fluent like mandarin everything i've seen him before and yeah. they were like oh there's black people in america like what yeah I saw and they're like what's you're, you're so educated mm-hmm. oh my god how did you learn how to speak like and it's like you don't even know we exist outside of like africa so it's just like all of these things where it's like i we think the world is one way and we're gonna go out in it and be like oh so of course america lied (laughs) right the failed us what the hell did we get ourselves into because this is not what we thought it was going to be (laughs) and there's also a level of like you know conditioning that we have done with our white folks here and so even just over the past like 20 to 30 years there's just shit that white people over here know at least the majority of them don't do that. Don't touch, right. my hair. don't touch my hair. Don't ask me about my hair. Don't ask me no stupid questions. You know, like there's just certain things that we have we have spent much energy and time teaching them is wrong. And so to go to a country where we gotta start that all over process, again, I don't know if I, I can't teach. I don't know. I can't teach the whole country. <laughs> you know, even in the same thing with like, you know, I like I've definitely. and I want to put this out here before I even continue like I would really love dual citizenship um to a country in Africa that I felt like was a good fit for me like I that is something I'm actively researching um but even that like you know there are certain things that I'm not gonna say we fully come out of but we're just at a different place or it exists in a different way here with things like colorism texturism um, there are certain markets and things like that, especially if you're, if you want to have kids that you have to think about, like skin bleaching is not really an industry in America. And so what does it look like to go to, you know, Seriously. a country in Africa has been colonized and, and penetrated by that and then raise, you know, a dark skin, brown skin, black daughter in a country where skin bleaching is common. Right. 
Um, you know, am I ready to kind of take that on? And so these are all things that, you know, as Black Americans, um, you know, we have to think about. Um, and again, specifically for white liberals and even for, I'll say light-skinned Black folks, because I feel like a lot of light-skinned Black folks also lead the charge or biracial Black folks lead the conversation in expatting. These are things that you don't have to think about mm -hmm. in the same way that some of us do. And so just, I'm going to encourage you to be a little bit more gentle when you are talking about the expat conversation and your expat journey is not going to be the same as anybody else's just like when we talk about you know first gen second gen immigrants in the u.s their immigrant story a lot of words today it's the alcohol y'all um i'm a little <laughs> drunk um <laughs> specifically black immigrants in their journey and their experiences in the united states are vastly different than white immigrants than asian immigrants than latina immigrants so you know watch your mouth yeah before i watch it for you but yes <laughs> so you want to talk shit and you want to see my black ass up in front of your house bobby we need an anthem more than ever Every time I see in there, I think about the elephant. I seen something where it was like that wasn't the only instance where that happened because she also messed with some like tiger cubs. So like the whole animal kingdom was oh not, nothing was a hit on her. on her it was a hit out on her. whoever got to her first was whoever crazy. got to her first got the money the they said bring her back dead the or alive she, she was just the OG she was the Liam Neeson in the situation she said I have a specific set of skills and I came here to finish and I thought they were like is she dead and they said I think so they're like don't think no no and then no, come back and tell us. <laughs> For sure. And then she went for sure. Since we got Pride Rocks, he said, this is where y'all fucked up the first time. Y'all wasn't sure the bitch is dead. And that's how she got my babies. So if I gotta go do this solo dolo, elephants are black. Elephant women, they're black. Because they black. If you want some shit done, you gotta do it your goddamn selves. I hate to give the Delta's credit for anything, but... But yes, that was a good animal to pick. Yeah, when me and my when me and my best friend talked about this, you know, she's a Delta. I was like, yeah, all right, all right, all right. That was that was a good one. I know that y'all bitches are probably living, and I'm like, all right, calm down, be quiet. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> the liquor has got to me, but um, how can I put this? White women, we've been told you about oppression, and somehow you ignored everything, and so now that it's like oppressed, we're oppressed. It's like. No shit, Sherlock. Y'all was the ones who voted for this. Not 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 all of y'all, but a good majority. 53% of y'all. It was a good majority. I remember black women talking about codifying Roe versus Wade and yes. indigenous women in like 2007. And we asked you what we like, said. You all really need to codify Roe versus Wade. Like the, the like not just the, not, sorry, not the Supreme Court, but the executive not well executive and the um legislative, legislative. thank you i couldn't actually find that word i was like executive legislative <laughs> and judicial 
I soaked up everything the American public education system gave right, me. And I took AP government. How dare I? Shame. <laughs> but what I'm basically trying to say is, with me being super tired and a little, a little tipsy, is a little schmiz, a little, you know, drizz. Screaming. Uh, but is like, as black women, we're tired. We already have so much to deal with. Talking about reproductive health. First of all, abortions, depending on, like, if you don't have health insurance, abortions are not cheap. They're expensive. They're expensive. To, um, the black women mortality, like, the black mother's mortality rate is three times of white women per capita, I should say. Um, and... Yeah, we've been fighting this fight for reproductive rights for a very, very long time. Um, so, thanks for joining. Nothing. I don't know. Glad, glad you're here. Take a seat. Take a seat. This is what you've missed. You're, in sitting, the in the, you're sitting in the back because the seats have been taken for years. And y'all checks better be the first ones in the collection plate. Right. And so y'all all talk about some, you know, hands off my da 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 Yes. Men and geriatric people should not be making rules for people with uteruses bodies. That's very, very true. Um, But two things can be true at the same time. All right. Closing thoughts. Um, I know that everybody is really having a hard time with, with this. Um, as many people have said, I'll just echo, um, this was only the first step. So regardless of whether you're planning to stay or to go, get your ducks in a row. Um, specifically for the LGBTQ community, um, make sure your paperwork is air fucking tight. Certified, notarized copies of legal documentation of marriages and and adoptions and adoptions legally adopt your kids if you are not the birthing parent make sure that paperwork is done um copies of your federal tax returns if you can't afford um to legally adopt because that's expensive if you're listed as a parent or have claimed the child federal copies that you can get from the irs of your tax returns get all that stuff documented and ready to go and get it notarized um there's something else i'm forgetting here too people with biracial children specifically black folks with biracial children make sure you have legal joint or and or full you know custody of your children and make sure you have all of your paperwork that secures and confirms that that is your child and you have legal rights to that child because god forbid something happened and that's the part of Loving versus Virginia that they don't tell you about. Should that come up off the books and your child becomes illegal, who do you think is going to get legal rights to that child? And you may love your partner, you know, down, but if they, I don't put anything past anybody. So make sure your ducks are in a row. I'm not trying to scare anybody and, you know, trying to fear monger. I don't believe in that. I don't believe we should be panicking and, you know, freaking out. But I do think as Black people in this country, we need to be realistic. Um, so get your shit tight. And if you're, and I think everybody needs to make sure your passports are up to date. And even if it's just $5 every paycheck, start tucking away some money 
and and start thinking about your exit strategy. Yeah, that maybe. And that's it. Yeah, okay. everyone, everyone, please take care of your mental health. Yes. Um, get off the internet if you need yes. to. I've had to get mm-hmm. off of TikTok, Instagram. Like I gotta ease in and out because it is a lot. And if you have to be on, and everybody got something to say with no solution. And if you have to be on some social media, go on Pinterest. Look at the recipe. Yes. You know what I'm Pinterest saying? is wonderful. If you gotta be on social media, you know, I love me a good Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Yeah. So I go on uh, my Facebook groups, Black Girls and Starbucks, and the new one um that Jelena put me on to, Sis You Smell oh, Good. Yeah. And I just look at the perfume recommendations and mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. Like, go on YouTube, look at some random facts and you know, right. Or, you know, watch a random we need to get back to random YouTube videos of like Cats playing the banjo or some shit like that. <laughs> that download choices. Download choices. Download choices episode. Any of them. Oh, oh! Where I just I actually just finished uh, Royal Romance because I like I was to a point where like I was like if I play this game, I'm not gonna <laughs> do anything else. And I, and I have <laughs> and I have two jobs now, so I'm like I need structure. <laughs> You gotta you got just put, like, put it in your schedule. So, you know, literally, I'm like, I have to play this game on weekends, like, in the morning or at night. I can't, like, I can't. Yeah. You gotta pick two days a week. So, mine is, normally, yes. like, once you get caught up in some of the newer books, it tends to be whatever days the book updates. So, mine is Wednesday. I haven't played today, so I'll probably do that before I go to sleep. And then Friday. Yeah, and having premium, um, it does not make it better. It makes it worse because then you just be like, okay, I got five dollars for yeah. some for some diamonds. I just log in. I haven't played in a while. I just log in, get my daily gym. Like, all right, I, I come back. I don't yep. look at nothing and else, and then I'll scroll and be like, okay, how many chapters I got to catch up on? Because I've been slacking. And like, all right, but I do agree that choices is a very good, uh, not mind numbing, but like you get to escape into another world and make decisions mm-hmm. like. Am I gonna kiss the boy or not? Like you can make those decisions. I'm telling you, choices will really have you sitting here like contemplating like this is real life decisions. Like it was it got to the point it was desire of course desiring decorum. I had to Google and go on like chat room forums to be like, if I choose this, what will happen? Because I don't want to mess this up. I'm telling you right now, I tell everybody this, and if you do it anyway, you like punishment, you like to be sad, and don't say I didn't warn you. Do not play Endless Summer. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it's three books, and you're going to get through book one and two and like the bulk of book three and be like, Dana, what are you talking about? This is great. This is the best one that they ever wrote. Oh my God. The story is so captivating. And what's going to happen in the lore and the fantasy? But the ending. It makes me so mad that I can't See, even that's why I kind of like, I've been looking at it I like. I want to play it because you keep talking me, about it this yeah, way. Yeah, because I'm like, that's the one Dana told me not to play. But I kind of want to see what but she's like, I also have listened to Dana and played Desire and Decorum. It literally has sent her voice messages screaming at the top of my lungs. Because I was Don't upset. Do it. Don't do it. It's not safe. Even, Asha, I think what you do in the Royal Romance right now. 
It's some highs. It and is some, some freaking lows. And I'm just like, what's the one? It's like book two or three where I was like, yo, this is enough. <laughs> Too much. I be stressed. Am I the nanny affair? Bitch. Book three is back. And if you play the nanny affair, all we're going to have to have a choices episode. Let me tell you something. I have been ready. It's we only two chapters in. And I'm already ready to fight oh, this gosh. bitch. If I could jump into my phone and just drag her, I would. I, that's, that's the thing about. I think that's the thing. I that's the one I think I want to play next. That one's good. I don't know how it ends. We on book three, so let's see what happens. This bitch. This bitch. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> And fuck my man too, cause he he be enabling this shit. Fuck him. I wish they'd be like, "What do you want to do? I want to leave. <laughs> I want to leave. <laughs> I want to break up." <sighs> All right. Well, that took a a twist. Um, bougie black girls Twitch, black girl oh, roundtable Twitch stream. Yeah, but you see that this is literally um, how we have to cope with things because if we don't, we will literally be. Like I'm, I already have the personality of a chihuahua. All of this is just too much. I'm small, nervous, and mean, y'all. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is like the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm small, nervous. Okay, well, that was an unexpected twist. I think we can end this mini so there. Um, make sure you are following us on social media at the Bougie Black Girls on Instagram and TikTok. And make sure um, you check out bougieblackgirls.com for any updates on the things and such that we're doing. Um, alcohol and podcasts don't miss y'all. Um, send us a message, email us um, at askbougiear at bougieblackgirls.com and ask us a question for a future episode that you would like us to discuss. And yeah. Bye. Bye.